Hello, hello, it's Gina. Just me, just Gina. Unfortunately, no Fiona today. Just a little solo episode. Um, and I just wanted to talk about why I went into the fitness industry. Like what brought me here, why, and and where I'm at now, right? And let's get into it. So for me, if you don't know me personally, I mean, we have some listeners who know me. We have some listeners who don't. So a little bit about me. I am 23. I'm a Virgo, if you were wondering my zodiac sign. Shocker if you, now this all makes so much sense. Um, and I'm born and raised in Massachusetts. Boston area, not Boston, Boston area. Um, and I work full-time for the energy bar. This is a fitness studio in Stoneham, well, Boston area, but based out of Stoneham mainly. Uh, and we have four locations, Stoneham, North Reading, Beverly, and Medford. So I edit the content for the energy bar. We have an on-demand app. I edit those and manage those videos. Um, as well as instruct. And I am also a personal trainer. And maybe by the time you're listening to this training for um, a yoga certification to become a yoga teacher. So my main background is fitness. The content editing came, um, you know, along with this. And maybe one day I'll have my boss Juliana on here and we can talk about that story of how that came about all that. And we can learn more about the app through her, the creator and founder of the Energy Bar and the Energy Bar on Demand. So anyway, I work full-time at the Energy Bar um, and I love it. I love fitness. I love teaching. I love editing. I love training. Now, most people are probably surprised that I'm full-time in the fitness industry because it's not... People who aren't in the fitness industry, I guess, don't believe that it's a uh, sustainable job to have. You know, you tell somebody you're a fitness instructor or something, I'm like, oh, that's it? And it's like, yes, that's it. Do you have a problem with that? You know what I mean? Like, I personally haven't had many encounters like that, but I will not name drop, but I have had encounters of that and... I don't care if you're listening. Okay. It's my life. I live a pretty good life. So, you know, it's people don't believe that it's a sustainable job and that you can live a good life as a fitness instructor if you're not in that industry. You know what I mean? Or like people see this as more of a side job. Like, oh, you teach fitness classes. What do you do full time? And I'll say I, I teach fitness classes. I'm a content editor for our studio. And they're like, oh, that's it? You don't work another job? Why would I need to work another job? I work plenty of hours. I, I, I can afford everything I have to pay for. I am, I'm very financially comfortable. It's not your business, you know? So that's on a little feisty, whatever. People kind of ask me, like, why fitness? And to be honest, 
I have not, I wouldn't even say I always wanted to do fitness, but the last four or five years, the goal was always fitness. The background goal was always fitness, but it took me, I don't know, four years, maybe five years at most. It took me some time to get here. I, if you know me, you know, I went to college a couple times, a couple different colleges, left those couple different colleges, worked at this job, worked at this job, became a dental assistant, left the dental job, nannied for a while, started teaching, became full-time. All really in the span of, I don't know, two, three years, maybe. I, I can't remember the exact timeline. So I'm sorry if I'm getting my numbers mixed up. But in the end, no matter what I was doing, my goal was always to become a personal trainer and train clients. I never, I, not, I wouldn't even say never. I always had a goal of, of, not even a goal. I always, yeah, I guess I would say a goal. I remember, I'm jumping way back now. I took my first class at the Energy Bar in 2016. And I remember I said to my friend that I was with, we took the class together. Oh my God, I love this place. I want to work here so bad. I was 17. I had no clue. That was my first bar class. I had no clue what bar fitness was. I had no clue how to even become a bar instructor, right? But I just, it was the vibe of the energy bars, the vibe of the studio, the vibe of the instructors, the music, all that, the movement, right? And I remember just saying, I want to work there so bad. I don't know when, but I want to work there and I'm going to. I made it a goal and like it was just, it always stuck in the back of my head because I never knew where to go to get to that spot, right? It's like, you know, it's, it's tough because we're always told that we need to be in college. We need to go to school, get a degree, go to a nine to five job. And I am not dishing on nine to five jobs. I have worked a nine to five in a dental office. Well, I, yeah, I guess that would be considered a nine to five. I don't, I don't know. I've worked a nine to five. I have, um, my mom works a nine to five. My siblings have, whatever. I'm not dishing on any nine to five jobs, but that was always instilled in my brain that I had to go to college. I had to get a degree and I had to go work a nine to five or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And I just never saw myself doing that. It, to be quite honest, when it came down to like figuring out where I wanted to go to college and what I wanted to do, I had no clue. I think I literally just went to college because everybody was going to college and like that was what I thought I had to do. And it's, I look back now and I wish I never went. I mean, I loved the people I met and I loved being able to, I didn't love being able to experience what I had to like do all that time, but I think if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be where I am now. I wouldn't have gone through those experiences and those changes and the life changes that I've, I've had to go through to be where I am now. And, you know, it's, I was always so afraid of going to the fitness industry because I was so afraid to fail. 
and I was so afraid to fail in general. Like, I gotta admit, I do not like failing. Again, I'm a perfectionist. I'm a Virgo. Everything about me has to be, like, perfect in order, and I have to have control. Just blaming it on my Zodiac, but it's the truth. So I was, like, super lost. I, I, I didn't know what to do, and I... You know, I left the school. I was at the first school, and I thought I wanted to go into the science field. I was a bio major when I transferred to the other school, and I thought I wanted to go into nursing, and I applied to nursing school, and I got denied from nursing school. And I remember feeling so defeated because I had this set in my mind, even though deep, deep, deep in the back of my head, I was like, no, you want to go into fitness. You want to do fitness. You want to do this app. I had a goal that I was going to go into nursing school and I was going to become a nurse. And I, I loved, you know, I, I always thought I wanted to be a nurse. I always thought I wanted to go into the medical field and do all that. And I was sadly mistaken when I got denied. I mean, like I was literally crushed. I was, I remember sobbing when I got, I read the letter and it was like, we regret to inform you of your, you know, decline or whatever into so-and-so school. And I remember I was just like so heartbroken because I was like, I'm definitely going to be able to do this. And I worked so hard. I remember I worked my butt off in all those classes. I went to the tutoring if I needed it. I'd email my professor, blah, blah, blah. I'd do all my research, everything just to get denied. And I remember saying to myself, well, now what? What do I do? And I was like, maybe I'll just go into medical assisting. That way I can kind of work my way into the field, right? Work my way into a hospital and maybe into a nursing school, nursing program, all that. And then I was like, oh, dental assisting sounds fun. You know, I, I, I personally never had a fear of dentist. I never minded going to the dentist. And it never grossed me out. So I went into a dental assisting program and did a four-month program, went to an internship, worked, all that. And I didn't, I didn't hate my job. I didn't. I just think I knew that it wasn't for me, though, you know? And truthfully, if it wasn't for us going into the lockdown because of COVID... I don't think I would be sitting in my office at the energy bar recording this podcast. I don't think so. Because if we never went into lockdown in March 2020, I would have never thought to see that the energy bar was doing bar teacher training. And this was before we really knew the severity of COVID, right? It was supposed to be in person, all that. I remember saying to myself, what do I have to lose? I'm stuck in my house. Let me sign up for this. I can afford it. It's an investment. If, you, if you're if you looking to do anything in the, fi- uh, excuse me, the fitness industry, just know there's an investment in there. But if you know that this is what you want, maybe don't be afraid to just invest, okay? Anyway. I remember justifying it for myself, saying, I can I can afford this. Yes, it's an investment, but I can do this payment plan. I'm able to afford this payment plan. 
and still make sure I have money while I'm not working right now. Because we also didn't know how long we were going to be out of work. And then we were stuck inside for two months. We had the training in May on uh, Zoom. It was a whole weekend of training. And I remember being so excited and just being so attentive and um, just like super excited to learn from the instructors who I now get to work alongside with. So if you're listening, the three instructors, Liz, Jen, and Kara, I mean, the three of them took us through a whole weekend and it was just, it was a whole, everything I could imagine and more. Like I was just so giddy to learn and I was so eager and I was like, I remember staying up and I hope Liz is listening to this. If she's not, maybe I'll just let her know she's being shouted out. But I remember listen, you know, like having that weekend, I can vividly remember it sitting in my room with my laptop and my, like our, they sent us a, like a work, um, a handbook, all that to work through. And I remember sitting in my room, it's like 10 PM and I have music on and I have my weights and I'm just like practicing the moves thinking of different sequences already. It was like maybe my first or second day. It was a three-day training. And I just was like so excited to do this. And in the middle of that as well, I was also studying to become a personal trainer. I signed up for that November 2019 while I was at the dental office. And I remember, not at the dental office, but working in the dentist, uh, the dentist, dental industry is what I'm trying to say. And I just remember like, feeling so good about doing it, doing this training and everything. And truthfully, like, I hate to bring up the pandemic, but truthfully, during that two months that I was home, like, in our lockdown, it made me realize, like, life is literally so short. I I don't want to do dentistry. And... I kept telling myself, all right, Gina, you know, wait it out. This could just be a phase, right? Like you, you know, you're home, you're, you have your routine right now. And you're like, I was working out literally every day of the pandemic. I was just, what else were we supposed to do? Right. And I just thought maybe I'm just going through a phase, all that. And I was just like, nope, this is it. Like, this is, this is what. I, I want to do. And I remember saying to uh, two of my old coworkers or previous coworkers um, that like, I, I don't want to go back. I, I don't want to do dentistry or dental assisting. I should say I'm not, I was not in the dent, like I wasn't a dentist. I was a dental assistant. So I worked alongside the dentists. Um, and, you know, the, the three of us were so close. So they kind of knew my feelings of fitness and everything. So it wasn't a surprise to them when I told them and they were super supportive of it. And I just, when I went back to work at the, um, the office, it was May, 2020. And I was also just going through like a lot mentally. I think being stuck at home, I was good, (laughs) not saying good, but like, I think I was like appreciating the time I had of like not working. And I think because I, I was home and I realized that being in the dental field was not what I wanted to do. I didn't mind being home. Now, 
most of us would say opposite. But I also think if you enjoyed your job and, you know, you liked being in the office setting or you liked being, you know, teaching to a classroom in person or you liked teaching fitness classes, whatever, I think if that's the case, you would feel otherwise. For me, I knew that I didn't want to continue being in the dental field. So I was okay with being home. I was bored, but I was okay with like not, you know, going back to my job, all that. So when we when I finally went back in May, I still kind of had it in the back of my mind that I didn't want to be working there or working in the field. It was, I loved where I was working and everybody I worked with was awesome. They were amazing. It's the field that I knew I just didn't love. And, you know, also going through some things mentally, it was hard to kind of keep myself from leaving like the second I came back, you know, like it was, I I can't really explain the feeling. Well, I guess I can explain the feeling of like how I was that time around. I remember saying to my best friend, Alyssa, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you can remember now. I remember saying to her, I could be in a room full of people and feel so lonely, like so alone. And I don't know why I was feeling that way. It was just, I was going through something. And again, I think maybe I was going through like a transition of realizing like, all right, my time in this field is over. It's time to do what I need to do. And if you've listened to the past episodes where I've talked about like how I've been feeling and I've been feeling in a funk, I know for a fact that it's not that same funk of like, like it's, it's a transition. Like I I'm going through right now. And by the time this episode comes out, I could be completely out of this, out of this funk, but I've been in a funk for a bit. And I truly believe it's just because I'm moving into my higher self. I wouldn't say my highest self, but a higher version of me. And maybe when you're listening to this, I'm in the middle of yoga teacher training. I don't know. But I truly believe that, you know, me feeling this way and me starting yoga teacher training or possibly being in it by the time you're listening to it, I haven't started it yet. Or excuse me, by the time this was recorded, I have not started training yet. But maybe by the time you're listening to it, I'm already in my training. So... For me right now, I think it's just, I know that I am made for more in this industry of like, I can, I can handle another certification and like, I want it and I need it. And I've wanted to do yoga teacher training for so long. So I think now that it's like right almost in my reach that I'm kind of realizing that this funk is more of a transformational feeling rather than like, I'm just sad. 
Like I truly believe I am going through a great transformation right now. And that at the end of this, I'll be at a higher version of myself in the best way. So going back to that time, I feel like now that I think about it, I feel like I was, one, I was just struggling mentally in general, but two, I was realizing that maybe right now or at that moment, I was realizing that the industry I was in or the field I was in wasn't where I was meant to be. And he needed to be where I needed to be. And I couldn't stop in between, you know, going to another dental office or starting a different job. Did I nanny in between, you know, from leaving my job to starting at the studio? Yes. But I don't believe, like, I knew that was just like, so I wasn't going broke, you know, like, so I could still pay some bills. And it was, it was family friends. It was like helping them out. So in July, 2020, I decided to leave my dentistry job and I didn't tell many people until I was done working there. And if you follow me on my fitness Instagram, then, uh, if you've been following me for a while and you've been following me since then, and if you know me personally, you know, I didn't really tell many people until the day I finished at the office that I was working at. And when I tell you, I felt like 10 times lighter after I left the field. I'm not kidding you. I like, did I, did I know what was going to happen next? No, because I was in, you know, I was, I was in the middle of figuring out when I would start teaching at the energy bar, I was, I was talking with, you know, instructors, all that, um, that handled to get me to where I am, but I didn't have a start date. So I went from July, I started in September teaching at the energy bar. I went from July to the beginning of September, just nannying. I didn't teach and I didn't really know if I was going to, you know, if that was, if we were going to go through with that because not everything's guaranteed in life. So we could have had plans that I was coming to join the team or subbing or whatever, you know, starting the teaching process. But life could have hit in a different way where that got into, you know, that interfered with whatever or something interfered with it. And I just, I think I felt so good that I was finally almost at the step of, being where I finally wanted to be that I didn't care. I was like, it's all going to work out. It's all going to work out. I was just like so hopeful. And I honestly, it sounds so cheesy. I could tear up thinking about how lost I was at that, you know, the time of working in the dental field to kind of like finding the job that I've dreamed of for so long. And I'm like tearing up even thinking about it. And I'm almost, <laughs> it's so funny. I'm literally like sitting in my office, tearing up, thinking about how far I've come to being that was I 21. 
I started teaching when I just turned 22. I mean, I'm only 23. I've only been at the studio for a year, but, you know, thinking about how lost I was in that period of being 21 to 22 to like finding the true like passion and working so hard and doing it by myself and finding this by myself because it's easy to get help from others to get you, you know, not, I'm not saying it's always easy, but there are certain jobs that if you know people, you can get them. And if you know me, you know, I'm not like that. So, you know, Hey, if you can get a way to get a job, good for you. But I take pride in the fact that I worked so hard on my own to get to where I wanted to be. And the fact that it all happened so fast. I mean, I remember calling my mom and like, it was June, I think, right before 4th. No, it was right after 4th of July. I remember I was just, the week of 4th of July was like the turning point where I was like, I'm done. I just can't do this anymore. And I remember calling my mom and saying, I I can't, I can't work here anymore. And it was, again, it wasn't the office. It was like, when I say here, I meant like the industry. Like I, I can't be in that field it's not for me. I I cannot do this anymore. And I was like tearing up. I was sobbing on the phone. And I remember her just being like, all right, well, when you get home today, we'll start writing your resignation letter and you can, you know, talk to your boss and, and figure out a day to sit down and let's figure out a good day. You know, I wanted to give proper notice. I am, I would never leave abruptly. I wanted to give a proper notice. I loved where I worked. I loved the people I worked with, the doctors, the other assistants, the hygienists, the receptionists, everybody there was so awesome to work with. And I love them dearly still. You know, I'm still, I'm a patient at that office now. It's that's, I wanted to leave on the best foot I could because it was nobody at that office. It was me and, and knowing that that wasn't for me. And I remember when the time came to give my notice, I sat down with my boss at the time and I was just super honest. And I told her, you know, everything going on. I was just like, I just, I love being here, but I don't love what I do. And I'll literally never forget her, her response was, you're so young. This is the perfect time for you to figure out what you want to do. And she was like the most supportive. (laughs) It was a crazy way to leave a job of like, you know, when anybody goes to give a notice for anything, you're always so nervous, anxious. You're like, Oh my God, this is going to start a bad argument. Everyone's going to hate me. And it's like, no, the way I left was the way I wanted to leave. And I like, was so happy to leave on such a good note that I could still continue to be a patient there. And, you know, I still hold my dental assisting license. I know that I I truly did enjoy, you know, parts of the dental field. I, I didn't hate it. I just knew that it wasn't for me for the rest of my life. And I knew I was made for what I wanted to do and made to bring myself to where I wanted to be. So it was, it was a process, but like getting there on my own was the craziest thing because I had no clue 
where to start. I didn't have any family members in the fitness industry. (laughs) I didn't have any friends in the fitness industry. Um, I like literally started, I I didn't even know how to teach. Like I know how to teach a class, but I was like, oh my God, (laughs) this is a job I'm completely independent on. Like I remember going in to teach my first class and I was like, oh my God, I'm like, I'm here by myself. You know, you, you start a job usually like you're trained for a little bit. You're kind of shadowing somebody. No, like this was all me and I love it. I loved that it was all me because it was a challenge. It was a challenge that needed to happen. And I just remember feeling so proud that first class. I actually, I remember feeling so proud when I got the email and it was like, how's Wednesday nights at seven? And that was my class. And I remember texting all my friends and Lucas and I was like, oh my God, I got a job at the, like, I, I'm, I'm teaching at the energy bar. Like I was so excited because I sound like a loser crying and like Juliana, if you're listening to this, I'm not that big of a baby, (laughs) you know, I just think like that was what, like six years ago, I took my first class at the studio, 2016, July of 2016, I took it. And so what, six, is that five, six years ago, five years ago? I don't know time anymore, but like Thinking back five years ago was my goal. I said to my friend, I'm going to work here one day. And I had no clue how I was going to get there because I was going to college for business. And just here I am. And it's, I was so proud of myself and I'm still so proud of myself thinking back to how felt like it took me so long. But really when I think about it, it didn't take me much time. Like it, it took me maybe a couple months to do the training, become a teacher. And then it just like, I don't know. I even just think like as I started teaching and I started adding more classes and I met instructors through photo shoots and all just taking classes and, and being in the studio. And yeah, we, I started when we were in COVID, but it's it was still like, so nice to be able to just like get myself there and get my name out and say, I get like, I did this. Like, and and, you know, I still nannied a little bit when I started because I started teaching one class a week and then I, you know, I need to get Juliana on here for this too, but she was starting an app And not many people knew. I think her and I had a conversation one day about, you know, adding more onto my plate. And, um, you know, I, I, I remember her saying, I just signed my life away or something like it was just whatever. We were having a conversation she was super excited about something and, and it ended up being the app. And I just remember like, on Instagram, on the energy bar Instagram, it was like, um, you know, 
looking for a video editor internship, let me know if you're interested. And I remember I swiped up on the messages and I said, I wish I had video editing skills. And I did not think I would get a reply back. Like I thought it would just be, you know, I was just sending a reply, like a kind of a joking reply, but also like, wasn't not, I wasn't really joking. And then she replied back and was like, we can teach you. And it was super, I wouldn't even say, I don't even want to say it was a secret, but it was a secret. I didn't want to tell anybody that I was working as a editor, content editor for the energy bar because the app wasn't out yet. And that was like April, maybe April, 2021. And I learned how to edit Lizzie and Marissa (laughs) taught me. Um, if you don't know Lizzie or Marissa, first of all, start, start, you know, pause this, look them up, follow them, come back and just get to know them. They are, they're like the lights of my life. I, I love them both so much. And yeah, so I would come in on my days off from nannying, which were Mondays and Fridays, and I'd do a couple hours and I would edit the videos and kind of start to learn around the app a little bit. And then I remember one day, Juliana and I were just like texting back and forth about app stuff and we were, we were kind of in a little bit of a panic. Um, we needed to get some videos re-edited and, and done within like two days. And at that same time that we were texting, I was actually being let go of my nannying job. And I loved that nannying job too. It was just um, the family I was with needed more, like more hours. And they knew that my goal was to go full time and they didn't want to take that away from me. It was, I was sad, but I was so appreciative that they respected the goal of mine, and I truly wished I could have given them the hours they needed, but I was so thankful for how thoughtful they were about my goal. And it was a very mutual thing, and it was crazy. I remember I texted her, I texted Jay, and I was like, I think I just figured out what we can do. I just got let go from my job. And I was like, I can come in tomorrow and start everything. And I remember once I left the day, I grabbed my desktop computer, like my monitor and everything from the office and brought it home. So there's me carrying a big monitor in the parking lot, boom, 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 bring it into my car, walking into my house with a giant monitor. My mom's like, what is this? And I was like, oh, I got to edit a bunch of videos. And I think I edited maybe 300 videos in two days. And that was where I started full time was that day I got let go. That was the day I started full time at the studio. And I was already teaching a a good amount of classes, a good chunk of classes a week. And I think it's just like, as I sit here and reflect with myself, I I just can't believe that I have been so lucky, so, so lucky enough to be able to do this and be full time a year into starting at the studio. Because when you're in the fitness industry, you 
and I'm still learning this. I am not a fitness expert. I, I'm not, uh, excuse me. I'm not an instructing expert. I am, I'm still new to the game myself. I am not perfect in any way and I'm not perfect by any means. But when you start out in the fitness industry, you start from the bottom. You have to build yourself and build your clientele and build your name up. You can work at a studio or a gym. You can be a personal trainer, whatever. You have to build yourself up. And now wherever you work could also promote you and classes, but you're the one doing it too. Like you have to draw people towards you. And that can be really tough when you're starting out and really intimidating. So for me, I just, and I'm not, by any means, I do not sell out every class I teach. I'm not the best instructor in the world. I'm not the best personal trainer. I'm still learning and still building myself and still making my name more known not only in the studio, but also for my own personal training. And that can be tough, but I would not have, I, I would I literally wouldn't have it any other way. So for me to think back and I'm just like, oh my God, I did that, like all by myself. I literally, and, and I'm so thankful for the everyone that was, you know, that's helped me get to where I am and all the events that have happened in my life to get me to where I'm supposed to be because I, I didn't think I'd be editing for an app. Like I, you could, you could tell me that last year and I would literally laugh in your face. I'd be like, no way, not at all. I had no clue. So it's just, you know, looking back, and especially where I'm kind of in this funk and I'm, I'm just not feeling myself or like myself, it's nice to come back and reflect like, I wanted this so bad. And I think it's easy to get lost in the rush of everything, of me building myself up, working full time, trying to have, you know, social life and a relationship and family time and taking time for myself, it's easy to get lost in the middle of that. And so it's really nice for me to sit back with myself, literally in my room, in my office, and just sit myself and have like this time to reflect and like truly be so proud of myself because it's it was not... I I would never expect this to be the way that it was. So for me, it's, you know, I'm not like tearing up or anything, but I'm also just, I don't know. I could like, I could tear up at the thought of it. I did tear up in the middle of this podcast. It's just, I'm like at a loss for words because I'm, now that I really think about it, I'm like, oh my God. I created this life for myself. 
And I knew that I had to go through that tough time mentally in 2020. And we all did. I'm not saying that my mental, you know, whatever I went through at that time, I'm not, not pushing that and saying that mine was worse than anybody else's. We all went through so much in 2020, but like, you know, and, and I'm just saying it in a sense of like, for me, I think going through all of that and having to truly be honest with myself, because it's easy to just tell yourself that you're being dramatic and that you'll be fine and blah, blah, blah. Going through all of that and like having to sit down and be like, enough, you can't do this anymore. It like probably, it literally changed my life. And I, I think it changed me in the best way. Again, I wouldn't, I would, I wouldn't be sitting in my office at the studio recording a podcast, having a podcast with Fiona. I, I wouldn't have any of this. I wouldn't even know Fiona. Like, you know, I, I wouldn't be a personal trainer. I wouldn't meet the clients I've met and work with all these amazing people I've worked with and, you know, have the clientele I have and, and still continue to grow that clientele. I wouldn't have any of this if I wasn't honest with myself and saying like, cut it out. This isn't for you. You've worked far too hard and far too long. And others would disagree because I was only 21. But I, it doesn't matter how old you are. You can do what you want. Change your life tomorrow. Literally change your life tomorrow. Don't sit at a job that you're miserable at. Or sit in a field that you're miserable at. Because it, it's stability. Be on the... Who cares? Like, really, and I listen, I know right now during this pandemic, stability is what everybody needs. But if you are able to leave the job you're at to do what you want to do, and maybe you need to, you know, nanny in the middle or host or waitress or be a waiter, whatever, you have to have a little job in the middle. Okay, go ahead. It's still fine. But if you're just so miserable doing what you're doing, or maybe you want to go back to school and go into like, you know, you want to go to to cosmetology school, become an an esthetician, but you have a college degree. Okay. Do you really, like, if you're not happy where you're at, change that if you can, if you can. I don't know. Some people will disagree with me and say like, it's not that easy. And you know what? It's not, it's not that easy. I will absolutely agree and say, I was very lucky for that to work out as fast as it did. And in the way that it did, I was extremely, and I still am extremely lucky, but it's very, very possible for you to change your life. And do what you want to do. Because there's always going to be people who are rooting for you and rooting against you. And you can't worry about the people that are rooting, excuse me, rooting against you. 
Who cares what people say? I truly do not care when people say, oh, you're just a fitness instructor. That's your only job. Yes, that's my only job. And you know what? I'm living my dream. Well, you make enough money. You know what? I make enough money to be happy. My happiness is the money I make, okay? I am so happy with what I do. And it's it's like I, you can't let people get to you like that. Literally, who cares? Just because you don't work a nine to five, if you want to be in the fitness industry and it's, you know, fitness isn't always a nine to five gig. Depends on where you work. But some jobs are also not nine to five gigs. And some jobs you don't work five days a week. And people will lose it that you don't work a nine to five or five days a week. Oh, well, how do you do that? How do you afford? Not your business. It's my life. If I can afford the things that I need to pay for bill wise, you know, and spending money and I am financially comfortable and stable enough for myself, then what I do does not matter to you. How much I make does not matter to anybody else. My financial stability shouldn't matter because I am so happy with where I am because I worked to where I wanted to be. I didn't ask for anybody to put me here. I didn't ask for anybody to get me a job through the studio. I didn't come into this, you know, instructing position expecting to be the content editor. I didn't expect myself to be a personal trainer and start training clients through my, my own stuff. I got there because I worked for it. And I got myself to where I wanted to be because I wanted to be there. I didn't care what anybody else had to say. I didn't care what family had to say. I didn't care what some friends had to say. I didn't care if people liked to dig at me for dropping out of college or going to so many different colleges. I truly did not care, and I still don't. And if you're still, I'm sorry, if you're still one of those people digging at me for dropping out of college, get a life, will you? That was like four years ago. I would have been graduated out of college. I would have literally graduated. Or like the people that dig at me for changing all my careers. Okay. And guess what? I love going into work every day. I literally don't care what (laughs) I just, I, I love going into my job. I never dread going into my teaching or coming into the office. Do I have days where I'm not mentally, you know, there or like some days I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. Yeah. But I never have ever said, God, I hate my job. God, I don't want to teach. I hate teaching. I hate it. Nope. Nope. Because I do what I want to do. And you can, you know, whoever's listening to this may think I'm sounding a little defensive. 
I think I truly am just tired of listening to people give me crap because it took me a couple different careers or it took me dropping out of school to get where I am. I'm successful in my own way. I'm happy in my own, you know, in my career. I'm happy in where I'm at in my life. And how I got here shouldn't matter. How long it took me to get here shouldn't matter to you. Dig at me all you want for getting into four different careers at the time. I'm still successful. It sounds cocky, but this is the job I was meant to do. I'm good at my job. And as like literally as cocky as that sounds, I am good at what I do because this is what I want to do. I didn't go to college to follow the path that everybody else that everybody else follows. Or because, oh, so-and-so went to college. No. I I realized it wasn't for me. I was the most miserable person in college. I was so unhappy where I was. And I decided to change that because I didn't need to sit in classes every day where I knew that I didn't want to do that major and I didn't want to sit at a miserable job every day of my life for the next 40 years. I didn't want to do that. I didn't have the energy. And I most certainly didn't have the patience to do it. I just, like, I I remember saying, like, I can't be in college anymore. This isn't it. And I am truly so lucky that I grew up in a household where my mother let me do what I wanted to do and branch out into the career that I'm in. Because not everybody gets that opportunity. And people have to wait until they're out of their house And some literally have student loan debt and aren't able to do the career that maybe they want to do or go back to a trade school that maybe they want to go into a trade. I I am very lucky to be able to do that. And I acknowledge that. And I recognize that I was lucky enough to grow up with a parent that, or parents, honestly, both of them, to be so supportive of what I do and not let anybody else get in my way of getting to where I want to be. And that really, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, that's the path I needed to be on, on my own, getting there when I needed to be and not letting anybody get in my way. And it's a path I'll continue to be on. Now, do I ask for help here and there? Do I ask for some advice from instructors that have been in the game longer than I have? Absolutely. Because I want to be able to better myself and, and try new things. And it's nice to get that advice from instructors because I get to see, you know, if I try it out, how it makes me feel, how I thought it was, or when I train a client on my own. I tested, I tested out and I find my groove. So <laughs> moral of the story here, because this is getting very long. It took me a long time to get to where I am. Some would say it wasn't a long time at all. I guess it's the same amount of time as if I went to college. To me, I feel like it took me a long time because I was 
determined. Subconsciously, I was determined. I didn't recognize I wanted to do full-time fitness until 2020, summer of 2020, because of of being locked down, because of COVID. So for me, that felt like it took a long time. But I have never been so proud of myself to do this and get to where I wanted to be and not need anybody holding my hand. And again, there's nothing wrong with people helping others, you know, get into the field or whatever. If you have that chance to get, get some opportunity, take it. But I'm also not going to, you know, I didn't want to be part of the stigma of college. I had to go to college. I had to do this. I had to do this. I had to graduate with this degree because so-and-so said so. No, (laughs) that's not who I am. And there's nothing wrong with going to college and getting that degree and going to that job and, you know, whatever. Do what you want to do. That's your life. What I do is my life, right? There's nothing wrong with either of those choices of going to school or not going to school. You can be successful either way. So it's really, it's a matter of like not letting anybody get in your way. If your goal is to do whatever, don't let anybody get in your way. And that's it. Be proud of where you're at. Life's going to feel discouraging sometimes, but be proud of where you're at. And... (laughs) roll with life's punches and just get like, get yourself there. Who cares how long it takes? I mean, I'm still doing, I'm still getting myself there, but I'm so proud of where I've, I've made it to and not going to let anybody stop me. Not going to let anybody's words stop me either. Cause again, I don't care. It's my life, my career, my happiness. And you shouldn't let anybody stop you. And that's it. I will leave you with that. If you're interested in learning more about me or like more of my story of getting here, let me know. Follow us on the Simply Thinking podcast, IG, that's Simply Thinking Pod. Or you can message me on my own Instagram, that's fit underscore with G. You can follow me, message me, whatever. Uh, I would love to hear from you. If you liked this episode, let us know and stay tuned for more. Bye.